Wars game. It's pretty awesome. Trivia you know, game. I have it on the shelf. Oh, good. Yeah, I have it on my shelf, too. I can't play it on any of my computers, though. But uh, I think it's all uploaded onto YouTube anyway. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah. That, was, right, so that was exciting. That was a really fun time. The dot-com well, bubble. The dot-com, it was really exciting because it was basically they were doing You Don't Know Jack games. And as a contractor, yeah. the story I heard was that uh, uh, Jack people provided content, but it was Berkeley System that had created yeah. this this Absolutely. Yeah. So they wanted to work with cheaper people and not with Jelly Vision. So right. they, they hired comedians in the Bay Area. Uh, Colin got was uh, did the voice, and it was amazing. What a great game. It was a great game. It was really fun. Yeah, it was our yeah. first pro gig, basically. You know what I mean? It, well, we're listening in IMDb because of this. Yeah. At least I and am. And Moby Games. Moby Games. <laughs> so you oh, really? both Dr. Yeah. Evil and uh, Oh, that's, that's right. Uh, uh, um, give me sharks with freaking laser beams <laughs> on there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. Come on. Yeah. You and know, you the and, host spot. That was the host spot, yeah. So that you actually, were Mike Myers twice, but not in the yeah. Halloween movie. No, that is kind of weird. You're right. I have yeah, not that's weird. That. That's kind of weird. Huh. My God, it's the, it's the conspiracy. Oh, the stars are aligning. Oh, God. What was that scene of Baby Driver? I wanted uh, Michael my Halloween costume. Yeah. Yeah, they are Halloween oh, costumes, baby. Yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, all these all these chimos in one movie. What an amazing film. Anyway, but enough yeah. about Baby Driver. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, and you were actually mentioned by name, Entertainment Weekly. Uh, That's true. They gave it a good review. Yeah, they said it's it's not Mike Myers. It's a mayhem, baby. Yeah. It's a mayhem, <laughs> man. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You, uh, I rewatched those movies. Have you? Oh yeah. I yeah. show the kids. They're oh, like yeah. so silly. They're like silly. I laugh yeah. a lot more now than I used to. About, I, like all of the silhouetted uh, anal and penetration, all that oh, kind of stuff. Thank that God. Stuff. That goes on forever. Yeah. It's such bad. It's like bad, but it's hilarious, you know? Yeah. No, I think my, my, my kid's a little too shy around that stuff. It's a little too body. So, yeah. But. I may have made a mistake in showing the kids too early, but whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> they were 24 months. They could handle it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm very excited to have you here for the Celebrity Comedian Countdown. And we do have a producer, Carl. Carl, do you know which movie this is going to be for? Uh, probably Hot Shots, but we don't know. We don't yeah, know. Yeah, we don't know. Okay. Oh. It, it might be for a payday hot movie. Shot, hot Shot. Singular. Hot Shot. With oh, it's a yeah. soccer movie. Oh, soccer cool. movie. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, we look forward to that. But we are Wait, you guys don't to... know? You we guys don't know. don't know which movie you're going to... Oh, cool. No, this is January 23rd, 2020. <laughs> this will air much later. Yeah, uh, probably March yeah. 13th. Oh, yeah. So... Yeah. Uh, we're very excited. So we don't know what movie it is. This is how professional I am as a host. So now that I set it up, we would love for you to do the countdown. And then when the audience hears you say go, they mm -hmm. will press play and we will start this YouTube movie together. Okay, cool. So I'm going to start it, right? Countdown. All right. Three, two, one, go. All right, soccer. This that is was a great celebrity comedian. What a great celebrity comedian Mike. countdown. Yeah. Now, now that the segment's job. over, can we get our uh, revert our attention back to me, Mike Spiegelman? <laughs> MGE Entertainment. For this movie. Now, is this another like logo at the beginning of a film? No, it's the actual film. <laughs> That's right. Steve Pappas. See, Steve Pappas presents. Yeah, Big Pappas. He was hey. the, like, this realist 
Yeah, if you're in Brazil, you want to show this. You right. want to start your opening credits. You want to have the name of your star on Jesus Christ himself. <laughs> yeah. Pele. Pele. The soccer player? Yeah, that's him as a kid. Just kidding. Gotcha. Singular. Look at that graphic, man. That's like straight out of the video box. Is this the soup line? Oh, sorry, mister. I just wanted <laughs> to take your wallet. He took my he wallet. He just did. Yep. I know. They're acting. Uh-oh. Quick. Ah, table. But our hero is too quick for this dude. I know. Got him. He got hit by stage fight. Uh, fight. Then he leaves his bag. Yep. Oh, how cool is this? I would love to be Rio, Rio de Janeiro. <laughs> Beautiful. Despite the, the pickpockets. Whoa. He's got it. He's under control. I got to add... In three. Oh no. Two. That's what I'm saying. Now don't hit skip. We'll do it together. Did you already hit skip? No, it's just playing. Three, two, one. Oh. Uh, this isn't going to work. Skip ad, everybody. Skip ad. Skip ad? Tell me when. Oh, no, it's already. No. I don't know. He's pointing a gun at him. Okay, He's I skipped that. Away. All right. He's off the bridge. Carl, can you tell us the number for us playing at home of your recording? God damn it. This isn't going to work, Mike. Uh, it's one theory. <clears throat> A minute and 57, 58. Perfect. All right, I'm with you. Is it? Yeah, well, I'm there. He's looking around pensively. He's hitchhiking in Brazil. The opening credits. Yes. Okay, yep, you got it. He yeah. is getting a ride because this is a movie. Now, he got robbed and... So he is penniless, okay, in Brazil. Who married Van Peoples. Yeah, yeah, you know what the, the mugger said? He said, listen, I work for the tourist board here in, in Brazil, and it's a really beautiful country. I'm glad you came. Just don't <laughs> let the fact that my robbing you affects that. Right. This personal. is my personal choice, and <laughs> it doesn't reflect management. Yeah. I still hitchhiking down the road. Yeah. Oh, so is this – so this is in the, we watched a movie called uh, The Funny Farm about a comedian who went across country to be a comic, and he learned right. from comedians. Is this the same? Is he a stand-up comic? Is this going to be our movie structure <laughs> for Nat Lampoon's Open Micers? <laughs> right? He's like, I'm going to go meet my hero. This guy was uh, not a stand-up comedian, but he was so many things. He was a nightclub manager, a dance instructor, and a golf Pro, then he decided, you know what, I'm going to be an actor too. And he was in films. I mean, he wasn't the greatest career, but. Now, this is Jim Young's. Yeah. Now, with Jim Young's, so he, he's not a professional football player? And that's plural. No, he's not, but he is very impressive in this movie. Hi, can you tell me where Pele lives? Over there, <laughs> Pele uh, Avenue. Ooh, William Orbit does the music, Carl. Yes, yes. This guy's from England. He does, like, new wavy stuff, right? Would you say? He, like, electronic? Yeah, I think well, he le definitely electronic, but he definitely uh, electronica. He did oh. Madonna's beautiful, beautiful child, or the, the Austin Powers song, Beautiful I Stranger. Pretend, right. Or I something. totally so I think he, am pretending I know it. And then he, Madonna had a record label, Carl, and he was on it, William Orbit. 
You know why I'm familiar with William Orbit? Is because what? when I go to the uh, record store yeah. and I go to the CD racks, mm-hmm. I'm usually looking for my two favorite bands, The Orb and Orbital. And that's uh-huh. alphabetical. So I go Orb. You go right past. Right, right, right. Or William Orbit, Orbital. Right, right, right past it. So are these guys acting well? You know, I should uh, definitely hook up the closed captioning because I, I think uh, they're okay, so well, wooden. He's now hitchhiked to find Pele's address, which he had. He's written him letters and stuff. And Pele's like, hey, how are you? I'm acting. I am doing acting. Okay. And uh, it's like, I'm broke. I came to learn from you soccer, like as a guru. It's kind of like um, the karate kid, you know, sort of. But Pele is like, I don't like soccer anymore. I'm out of soccer. I don't play any. I'm retired. He's he's just like went to Brazil to find like Pele and like, hey, Pele, teach me soccer. Tell me your secrets. Listen, I got to play it hour. You got to tell me how to play soccer. We need one quick montage of us <laughs> learning how to play soccer, and then I'm going to go off. And um, European football. Pele would do this bicycle kick, is what they called it, in which he would flip in the air and kick the ball. So it's like you don't see it coming as a goalie, you know? He, so like a like a oh, so he flips like yeah, three, yeah, and kicks with his one foot in the air. As he's spinning. Oh, wait, he's shirtless. Finally. <laughs> so this guy's a hunk. Um, I guess so, but his acting is very flat and bad. Which is great for for YouTube closed captioning, which is auto-generated. They talk so clearly and so slowly, <laughs> every word pops up on the screen. So if you're playing along, definitely put on closed <laughs> captioning. Their acting is so bad, it, it understands every word. So right now, if I was doing the acting, okay, like the way I, if I was directing, right now what he's doing is he's going, please, oh, please, come on, he slept on the beach. Come on, please, I got no money. He doesn't have any money. He got robbed and then he hitchhiked. So he was born in uh, old Bethpage. I think that's Long Island. Anyway, he's the brother of actor John Savage. Who yeah, was in oh. the Deer Hunter? Who was in Hair? You know. Yeah, I know John. Sa- it's his brother. Oh, crazy! Yeah. So he it's was... acting prodigy, dynasty. Family. But he was very low. Like he was in these films as totally not a noticeable character, but he was in them. He was in The Wanderers, Footloose, okay. Out of Control, Young Blood, Love, Nobody's Fool Talking. Okay, so he was in The Wanderers and Footloose. Okay. So, so he must have been like, do you think he was pro dancing or anti dancing? Was he pro church or was he pro rave? He was pro rave. I I assuming I didn't. Just so anyway, Haley feels like, holy shit, you have no money. You're like a vagabond on the street. And uh, <laughs> and then he's like, I don't want charity. I'll earn it. I'll work in your fucking tomato patch, you know? And so he goes, okay, but no soccer. <laughs> and that totally means that, you know, it's foreshadowing in the plot. It's going to be all about soccer. Now, do we know the, our main character's name yet? 
His name is yeah is Santos, but we oh, no, know okay Santos. No, okay, so all right. Oh, so it's not he's not Pele's not playing himself. But what about the other guy, Jim Young? Um, has they mentioned his name Jim, yet? Yeah, you know he. Okay, this is like a flashback, and it's where we're going to spend most all of the film. As a matter of fact, there's only 20 minutes of Pele in this film, which is 99 minutes, I think. But he he went yeah. to Brazil. He tracked down Santos. Yeah, and Santos, Santos says, "What are you doing wink, here?" Wink. He says, uh, well, Pele, I'm Santos. Uh, right. I, Listen, well, there's a poster in his room, and it says, Pele, you'll see it. Whoa, really? Oh, Santos, yes. There's a poster so in his room says, Pele. That is some Matrix resu res resurrection. Uh, uh, yeah, they didn't meta. have Conta, Conta Resonution. Four, Matrix Four, <laughs> Matrix Four. Uh, they didn't have a con hey. continuity problem right there. Wait a minute, I thought we were in Brazil. We're George the... Washington Bridge. George Washington Bridge, we know it well. Wow, that's so close to Brazil. Yeah, all right. So oh wait, oh, is he playing soccer? He's going to the Meadowlands, right? Yeah, that's right. He's going to Giant Stadium at the Meadowlands, and that's obviously an Exxon. Look how Jersey that is. Look at that grass. This is a very Jersey film. I mean a very Jersey film, too. Now look, he's switching from his I'm a rich guy car. Ah, add. I got an ad too. Okay. Skip ad in three, two, one, go. Okay, I'm right with you. Oh my God, that is that is a giant stadium. Giant stadium. Nine minutes curve. forty-nine fifty. Nine minutes fifty-one. Thank uh, you, sir. Four fifty-five fifty-six. Okay, this is something we we know very well, but it's gone. It has been dis demolished, and there's a new giant stadium. There's right. no, there's no curvy upstairs. Like, is, is they still have the ramp? No, the curved circular uh, ramp. They do have the windy, curly cue, the helixes. Yes, they do. <laughs> um, okay, here is an empty giant stadium. Now, this was a time in which soccer was a national sport in our country. That those days kind of went away. Um, you remember the Cosmos, right? Yeah. So in the late 70s, wasn't it, when uh, Pele yeah. was playing in New York uh, in the – it was a soccer in, in the United States, but they had soccer teams, and it was basically to go see Pele. I had a chance to see yeah. him. I went to a, a New York stadium with my family. Uh -huh. We drove over there, and we saw – like, Pele's amazing, and uh, half the stadium started going boring. Yeah. Me too, because like I used to love Carl Sagan, and so I thought when I went to see the Cosmos, I would get a <laughs> full experience. But it was different. The play was different. It was unorganized, and they're all trying to look, get. Look at he's a hothead. Yeah, he's a hothead, and that's one of his downfalls. Because the thing is, if you were listening to it and watching this film, he's very immature. Now, and you still mentioned like he had he comes from a rich rich family, right? Yeah. He has a rich rich car, and then he hides it, and he gets like a rich rich poor looking car, and he drives <laughs> that over. Would you? Uh, what do you people drink? Beer? Or I'll have oh, one. This too. has got to be Weehawk in New Jersey. It's got to be like some local hole in the. It's not a set, although it's well lit, right? No, it's not a set. Look at the bar. And also, I love the fact that there's a bag of soccer balls dangling 
hanging for like is this like the local what do you call us the so giant stadium it's in lindenhurst new jersey no, no it's, it's in um uh is it in rutherford it's in rutherford. Rutherford. east rutherford uh no i think you're right east rutherford east rutherford. rutherford is is the home of fairly ridiculous university rutherford you know oh right yeah fairly ridiculous Ridiculous uh, universe. Because the, the bar must be next to the, the Meadowlands, and then the motel must be next to the bar. So this is all like Rutherford, East Rutherford. Oh, no, he doesn't go to the, the motel. He goes back home in time for right. dinner. So now we get our chafy relationship with the parents. Where were you all day on bad? Listen to your mother. You know, we get traditional. <laughs> and, and, and basically, he's like, you can't tell me what to do. I like my food cold. It's all very immature. It's horrible. Okay, so we're learning about this. This is a flashback because he's telling Santos that listen, hey, uh, I came I came all the way no. to, to I came all the way to Paris. No. Well, what's the story? I came all the way to Brazil to learn why. Well, I'm really fucking rich and I can do whatever I want. And here's my story. So we're he's telling No, he's not Santos. telling to Santos. The story, yeah, I was having soup that day. And I'll tell you. No, it's it just, it's the backstory. We're seeing a movie. It's just the backstory. He's I swear telling, to God, he's telling, he's telling Perry, like, Perry, what's your story? What's your deal? And he's like, okay, I'm about to cut this tomato off, but I'll tell you my story. Although, Mike, you know what? At the end of the film, he does know the story. He knows parts of it. I don't know. I don't know. This is we're not. He's not telling Pele the story. So we just met the gang. So we have like uh, the brunette, and we have Mario Van Peoples. Well, this, this is the Egyptian, and his name is Roy. There's Coach. Coach, knock it off. Now these are all it's the soccer players. So the real soccer players who are going to play the real soccer stuff. Half of them are in the field right now. Uh. If you mean like the real soccer extras, there were those the guys all over the place. Yeah, real yeah. players. Uh, this guy really did train to appear in this film, and he does do a good job. See, the thing is, what, what this film is missing, and the reason it's like so immature and everything, is we don't know why he loves it. We don't know why he loves soccer. Like, the movie should have started with like some sort of like one camera shot in which you're gracefully following him all the way down with his control of the ball until he scores. You know what I mean? Like from his right. point of view, like we don't know why he loves soccer. It's all I've ever wanted to do. Why? Because it says right here in the script. Or let's open up the movie with Rio de Janeiro and there's Jesus Christ right there and your name, Jim Youngs, is right over Jesus and you're right there. Oh, I meant to say, and, you know, seeing Jesus reminded me. Oh, there's me a Pele, 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 Pele. Right. It's Pele, yeah. It's the poster it, it for Pele. And, what, and with the, is that Pele on his, above his bed yes. as well? Yes, it, with the cosmos. What was his number? Ten, was it 10? I, it's maybe in my research. No, but Somebody I, I, who cares I'm, will tell you. Is, in the movie, do you think he has the same number that he's associated with? He's not a player in the movie. Okay. He's Mr. Fugiani in Karate Kid. Yeah, but they have, must have a flashback and a flashback, right? Where he's like playing soccer. <laughs> no, 
No, Pele doesn't get his own flashback. Okay, we're we're gonna get a smack. Gonna get smacked in the face by dad. Now then off. Yeah, he he deserves it. It was either me or his dad to smack this guy. He's not going back to college. He's going to play soccer for the Rockets in New York. Dad, had that hit my face, it would have really hurt. The Rockers, the Rockets. Rockets, the Rockets. NY Rockets. Yeah, the NY Rockets. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and Santos, the guru. I mean, the great thing about soccer or uh, football is that, you know, the Cosmos was huge in the 70s, and I guess uh, yeah. the Galaxy was huge when uh, David Beckham was playing in Los Angeles. Well, but yes, I, but not. Okay. Not look, as huge. But what other groups were there? What other teams were there? Okay, so there was a whole league, like just like we have for football or for baseball. Now, this was a bad time for soccer. Oh, what a rude dude. Yeah, you see, it's just so immature, you know. Who you, Dad? Good I dad. fucked up your window. Take that. I'm surprised he didn't play Billy Joel when he broke, like, the glass house. I'm moving out. <laughs> yeah, Under pressure. Yeah. Ah, good old working yeah. class Skyview Motel. Right now it is um the 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 funny farm. Oh, I got ads in four, three. Oh damn it! Well, I'm gonna just uh, okay. I'm gonna let it play until you get skip it. Three, two, one, skip. Right. You tell me when to skip. Um, three, two, one, skip. Damn it! Okay. This isn't gonna work. Over, it's good. Yeah. Oh, I got a couple seconds. Okay, I have a trainer coming in. Yeah, 1980s With, trainer. And you see the 1980s outfit she's wearing, and she's but got her boom box. So wait a minute, like when did they shoot this movie? If it came out in '89, people. No, I mean, it didn't. See, that's the thing. The internet disagrees. It was the. It, this was shot in '86 for sure, but the right, internet okay. disagrees on the release dates. I've got three, and. Uh, Two are 1986. Original release, May of 86. U.S. release, November of 86. Then I got release date, January 23rd, 87. Which is close to the November, I don't know. It's Mario Van Peoples. Do you think this is a TV movie? No, no. This real estate guy, uh, this, this guy, this producer, his name was Steve Pappas, and he loved soccer. And you see, our director, his name's Richard King. Some call him Rick King. And he he came up with the story for Point Blank, that big, successful Keanu Reeves film. Yeah, that's a, well, he came up with that. Like, the, the movie's yeah. nuts. So, Let's have these guys surfing and robbing banks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it was his brainchild. He got paid for it. It gave him a little bullshit career, okay? He did have – he directed Kickboxer 3. And he directed The Art of War, Terminal Justice, which was oh. a cybersex action thriller. It was in The Art of War sequel with Wesley Snipes? Well, this is called The Art of War, Terminal Justice. This doesn't make any sense. Well, that's <laughs> one. It's like rogue hostage. You have a hostage just wandering around. He's, he's, rogue hostage. <laughs> he's missing. He's lost in the desert. He's just a rogue hostage. Um. He had an option on this 
film called Traveler in 1997, but Bill Paxton just wanted to own it and direct it. He wanted this, you know, Rick King to walk away from the project, so he handsomely paid him a bunch of money. That's a Rick King is on top of the world now. Yeah, so that's what I mean. Like, he got this little career for coming up with the story for Point Blank. It, it, it wasn't, maybe it's still ongoing, and if he sees this on the internet, he's probably going to shoot me in my sleep. They made a remake of Point Blank, so I mean, he must have made some money off of that. Wait, wait, uh, Point Break, excuse we, me, Point Break. Yeah, oh, uh, Point... Point what, what Point Break? Point Blank. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, it's Point Break. I yeah. wrote that. Keanu Reeves, I wrote Keanu it down Reeves. wrong. Yeah. I'm going to correct it now, even though I'm throwing this in the garbage as soon as we're done. You know, you that, way, car, that way, yeah, it looks like you were correct. Someone goes through the track. We'll see point break. Who goes through your trash? My, yes. my wife. Uh-huh. Okay. Goes your now trash. look on the left, this is the premiere first movie. That's Mary. She is the love interest. She's Penelope Ann Miller. Wow, Penelope Ann Miller. Uh, yeah, we're talking about the freshman, awakening, yeah. kindergarten cop, the locks and blues. She went on to be other people's money, you know. She was married to Will Arnett from Arrested Development for one year. Anyway, this is her first film. Now, what's weird about this film, it's another thing I just hate about it. Oh, by the uh, way, he's mansplaining right now. He's teaching soccer. her how so yeah. And wait, but girls don't like soccer. She's she's pretending or do you think yeah, she's he's pretending. Oh she's, Santa she's on was the looking, date. And the, so this this is so the hotel room has no Pele posters now. They have Santos posters. <laughs> right. Continuity lady, you're fired. Well, we're not reshooting. Well, you're yeah, right. well, you're still fired. Well, we have the movie's over. Damn it. So check this out, Mike. This is when we'll see her, and now she'll go away for the whole fucking movie. Why? Why? Wait, so, so he never does fight for her, or like, right. uh, you that's know, right. He He's not gonna hug her. him when he wins the championship. That's right. Oh, all right. This guy has it all. He's he gets to hang out with Pele. Pele, tell me your secrets so I can crib it and pretend I, I'm you. Okay. He doesn't he care about like, some girl. He loves soccer. You uh, know, I was thinking, you know. People who play soccer are serious about it. Like, they get really pissed off. Call it kickball. Try it sometime. Kickball. Oh, you can play kickball. That's what they call it around the rest of the world, you know, kickball. Okay? I love We're the kickball. only ones. When that kickball goes rolling from the pitcher's mound towards the, <laughs> the home base, I, I can feel my left foot, like, getting ready to kick it. That's, like I get... that's, that's American kickball. If you go to another country, uh -huh. uh, soccer is kickball. They call it kickball. Gotcha. No, but seriously, if there's ever anybody who just bumps into you in your life who's really serious about soccer, like they're talking about the World Cup or something, you right. go, oh, yeah, kickball. Love that game, kickball. Only thing I know about football, international football, soccer, is the world, uh, world, uh, the new world, what, the new order song. World in motion. Remember they did a song for World Cup? I do remember New Order. Yeah, well, they one of the songs they did, you know, because there's always like a song every year when they have the World uh -huh. Cup. It's a big deal. World so. in motion. 
Yeah, like, but it was written and has like a kind of a soccer chant like in the middle of it. Uh -huh. It's kind of like they wrote it for the World Cup. Isn't that cool? Well, yeah, it. good for them. Kudos to them. The Kudos only thing them. that I know about international soccer is Goal! You know that thing they play? There's some didgeridoo or some stupid thing. You hear that? Awful. It's it's been years, but it's a yeah. Well, they play. You're you're just anytime you're watching soccer, you will hear the and it's like shut up already, drone. Do you like it? Yeah, I mean. I'm never going to be in a stadium again in my life, but yeah, it was fun while it lasted. All right. Well, I mean, does it set atmosphere? I think it limits atmosphere. Okay. I, it's kind of crazy. It would drive me crazy. Well, didn't they ban You see those the things? old computer? You see the old style computer interface? Yeah. It was Oh, green. they called them in. Yeah, coach, you wanted to call me in before uh, the announcements of well, uh, the is, draft? This is like a flipped scene. Like, he's going to be like, you suck. You're awful. Welcome to the team. Oh, the old Jersey welcome. Let you down, coach. Fuck you, you piece of shit. Now, this to guy, New Jersey. I, this guy, when I first saw him, like the owner dude. Yeah. I knew General Hospital because I watched General Hospital with Luke and Laura for like a year or some bullshit. And he was one of the characters. He was Brock. That's Brock sitting there. Brock's marrying Kelly, too. Oh. Was he affected by the weather machine, or was that before? You're right, after? Mike. That's exactly right. That's when I watched it. It was yeah. like an action-adventure film with love. Oh, those were the days. And then, like, in 86, he shot this movie in two days, and then in 89, yes. it was released. Like I told you before, Paley was in this for 20 minutes. Like, they went and they spent a week with the guy in Brazil. It starts with – it's like a Bruce Willis movie. It starts with Bruce, and then at the last reel, Bruce shows up again. Where's okay, Pay so that guy, Pay that owner, right? He's going to be yeah. a big factor in this thing, and his name is David Groh. I guess it's G R O H. Yeah, Groh. I saw that. Groh. Groh. So he was in he was in Rhoda, and it was the eighth episode of Rhoda. He was going to marry Valerie Harper on the show, and it was like a, the highest rated episode of the decade. Wow. Yeah. And oh, how he, cool is this? You get to hang out at Giant Stadium. Yep. Is this I is old Giant stadium. stadium? Yes. It's exactly. so weird. That's mind-boggling. I went to this stadium as a Boy Scout and got a tour of this and the horse racing track uh -huh. next door. And then uh, I I saw the Grateful Dead. You know, I, I in college, I went to the Dead show. And uh, I was at but, a party before. Not bragging. I'm not bragging. Oh, I got an ad. Damn it. I know. Well, whatever. You'll get an I don't have it. Oh, it. no. I'm back. I'm back. Don't worry. You, we'll sync up when you get your ad. Okay, so now they're announcing, hey, these guys are on the team. Jimmy's on the team. Jimmy's on the team. Did I say Jimmy? So, so Jim Young plays Jim. But Please. he, yes. But he lies. They're like, tell us my, he goes, my my father's from the Grecian Islands. He's a fisherman. He's telling this big lie, like he there. He's not saying I'm a, I'm a I'm a trust fund kid. He can't say I'm a rich kid. Right. Well, he could, but oh, it's Vinny. Vinny is the other guy. The other guy will play into the plot when he gets. What? Don't don't tell Carl. What are you whispering to me? <laughs> but no, 
I heard you. He's going to get paralyzed on the field. God damn, you ruined the movie. Listen, I don't want it to be a spoiler. So I was just saying to you privately in your You were saying that he's going to get injured on the field. (laughs) All right. Secrets. Oh. If you look at Vinny and the way he walks, it's very Polesian. You know, he just has the one Polesian. So, you know, he's going to get another one? Yeah, he'll yes. get a pair. <laughs> okay. He will get a pair. A pair, a pair of allegiance. Yeah. So, okay. Now you're on the team, right? Yay. Hey. You're on the team. Okay. You're benched. Come this on. Is all God? So, I have to clarify. I only went to grade four. So, I was at a party in, in Montclair, right? Where we're from. Where we graduated. And oh, not like, in Canada, Montclair, New Jersey. Yeah, in Montclair, New Jersey, home of Montclair State College. Not and Montreal. Was, and it was it was summer, and I said, "Hey, I'm not a really a, a Grateful Dead fan, but you know, some college friends want to go, and I want to experience it. So I'm going to go." And the guy at the party looks at me, and goes, "Poser." <laughs> so Look at Mario that. Van Peoples is going to give us. He's going to show off his body. Now, is he Jamaican I, in this movie? Yes, it's so obvious for him. Now, as you know, he was New Jack City. He directed yeah. the damn thing. Posse. Yeah. Now, you know what a quality and film his hair. New Jack City was, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. His... And that's it. That's all they ever did. That's no, it. I, I disagree. Else is crap. Well, first off, he, well, you know, his father was Melvin Van Peebles. Yeah. Yeah, who was a great director, in my opinion. And then he, Mario Van Peebles directed, but he also acted throughout the 80s. He's in Jaws 3. He's in this movie. Yeah, see, that's and, the and thing. He's in Jaws 3, 3D. 3D. Jaws 3D. He was in DC Cops. I just looked up what he was doing around this time because everybody knows him. But right. he was in Jaws, The Revenge, Facts of Life Down Under. Now, here's the outstanding film. It was Heartbreak Ridge. That was a huge major right. hit that year. So he was in a major, but all these other things, he was in Last Resort. But he directed a lot of movies, and he also yes. didn't he direct yes, he the did. documentary that, about his father? Uh, I know he was in it, but I was under the impression uh, that he had directed it. I guess I didn't research that. I, the thing I is, would since have to everybody check. knows him, I just looked at what he was doing at this time because I considered this under his career, you know, right. but not at the time. It really is appropriate for. Now, do you think that – so that's him on the field? That's him on the field for real. He's really yeah. playing soccer. They all do. That's awesome. So they get a workout and a movie they check mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Wow. Yep. Life yeah, man. Cool runnings, man. Cool runnings. So what hap- has happened here is it's, yay, you're on the team. Boo. You're benched. Why don't you ever put me in, coach? Hey, hey, Carl, can I get a set? How come you never put me on your show? Listen, I came all the way. You got you to put me on the show, Carl. It's, I'm in New Jersey. I'm in East Rutherford. I'm at the weekly mic. You, you don't ever put me on. You, come you on, put, put me, me up. Put me yeah, up. Put me up. Shut up. You're going to get out. You're not ready yet. Your materials. You need work. Oh. How can I get work if I don't get up? Whoa, good one, Mike. Good one. Riddle me that, Batman. Well, I mean, I think this kid's going to do the same thing, but some comics will get, like, really upset they're not getting up. 
or they'll be something that they'll get really angry. Yeah. Okay. And they're like, why won't you put me on your comedy? Ha ha. If everyone's funny and life is great show. And it's like, you got me, you got me cornered. You're, you're, uh, I, I really suck, but I got to put on a comedy show and I'm not going to put on some guy, you know, you know, you constantly ask me, well, how come I don't got, it's nothing personal. You know, I, there's a lot shows. of people. There's a lot of people. I get burned on shows all the time. And I take it very personally. The host is the reason. And when I do a show and I can't get a, I have 50 people. Yeah. They just don't me. understand. The pressures that I'm under, they don't yeah. get it. Listen, this open mic <laughs> in the scheme of things. Yeah. Kevorkian's so, Deli. It's uh So this movie is a metaphor for stand up comedy. Oh, it's so much more enjoyable. But the Ritz Carlton Hotel Room, what was that? Oh, you know, uh I went to the Waldorf uh Astoria and yeah. the commissary and I ordered the Waldorf salad and I said, Can you please put buttered crackers on top of the salad. The guy looked at me and goes, where do you think you are, the Ritz? <laughs> okay, you see this? Yeah. Right, it's not our hero or anything. <clears throat> our hero's bench, and he'll really be pissed. Why can't the Rockers win? Look at the montage of him, like... Sitting? Yeah, look, right, there's a... Oh! Yeah, you pants, pants. Hey, wait a minute. When you went and saw Pele, that was in the 70s. That wasn't at the time of that stupid didgeridoo thing. Right, no, that was a uh, previous so You didn't go experience it that one day, and it was good. It was good. It was really exciting. And honestly, like, I do enjoy watching the World Cup on TV, especially when they just have the ads in the bottom of the screen, and they don't interrupt the Hey, so I think this is there's blackouts in this movie. You sure it's not for ads? No, they catch him right now. Okay, he's been caught in his lie that he's been telling the press about his humble beginnings, and he's embarrassed. As a fisherman, they live in a boat. Right now, everybody finds out his father's this billionaire. Huh. So they're pissed, you know. Yeah. Well, so gonna, let me. I told it. you about this direct. What's that? I was going to go on with some other bullshit. Yeah, no, tell me about the director. I want to know who he is. Well, that's it. Rick I told Rick. you everything. Rich, Rich King. Yeah, Rick. Rick, King. Rick. It's Richard. He goes by Rick, and there's another one here. It's not Dick. He's not. He's not the Dick King. He's not Dick um, Ring. He's not Dick Ring. Well, okay, okay. He did a bunch of films you've never heard of, but he also did Kickboxer 3. He did The Art of War, Terminal Justice. What year was that? Was it before or after I had 99? I don't, I didn't write it down because I'm a dick. I'm only he, asking because Wesley Snipes movie is like in the 90s. Oh, so were they biting off of, I would not put that, but, you know, under. Okay, and then the other thing is one time he got a paycheck when he got to give away his part of Traveler to Bill Paxton. Right. And he, he got launched by writing the story for Point Break. And that's his story. Hey. Oh, look, Locker Room hey. Interviews. You so that, now it's like, tell me about why your father's rich. We really don't care about you, but but we're your father's rich. 
Tell me about your father, the rich one, the billionaire. He can't get a break. Yeah, the pressures he's under. This is such an immature film. Yeah, I'm from Greece. Yeah. Listen, the, the question, I don't want to tell the press how, how to do their job, but the question the press should be asking is, how come I'm benched? How come I'm not playing out in the right. field? Hey, Carl, how, put me on. How come you don't look, put me on? Look, he's looking at how the other half lives now. I promise you. This you is very that? 80s. Yeah. Look, that Rolls Royce right there, that uh -huh. was budget. I'm sure they didn't buy it outright. I'm sure they just rented it from a car place that does film. Where did they get the mansion? It's a, it's a location. Yeah, so maybe the location has a Rolls Royce. Remember on Fishburgers, I put on a George Bush mask and I stood in front of the White House. It was just some lady's lawn. We were on her driveway and it was shot up so you could see the pillars. The public access TV show we did for New Jersey Cablevision. Everybody knows that, Michael. Yeah. You know, 15 minutes will save you 15% on car insurance. Everybody knows that, Michael. Oh, my God. He fell. That was a good stunt. Okay, so what we're having now is the stupid drama of Ooh, this is a video things game are machine. falling apart. Everything sucks. I'm going to drink. The bartender had a red shirt. Do you think he's red from the food bar? Food bar. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Is your mother there? I'm yeah. gonna wreck your brain out and hit me. You make one more laundry-related pun. I'll I'm come over here, but uh, <laughs> that's my bit. you out to dry. Laundry basket, detective laundry basket. Now you're mixing up my bit with the soup bar. I like that. Check out that outfit he's wearing. So he's. I think I had that outfit in the '86, right? Look at the tapered yeah, well, it's, short it's, sleeves. You can tell Jumpsuit. there's a Miami Vice thinness to it, like those pants are. This thin. this movie this movie does remind me a little of Miami Vice because it does have the fast like MTV like music video editing sometimes. No, <laughs> look at that slow dissolve we just saw. Oh, so look, he's what he's telling the story. Who's yeah, this he's is part of the twenty minutes, the two well, weeks. Who's he? Look, he's telling Santos. All he's right. He's he's got in there. Pele thought he would help him with his tomato garden. He starts talking about how he was he joined the rockets, and May then they're in their living room. How many hours have passed? We saw them both in the afternoon in a garden, and now they're in his living room with a light on. It's no, evening. He's no. the story's been going on this for six hours. All right, maybe you're right and I'm wrong. I you think that's why yeah. I was hesitating because. He does learn stories, but parts of it. But okay, okay. All right, here's more of the story. And then what? We're gonna cut back, and they're gonna be in the morning making breakfast in the kitchen. Like I mean, I'm done with hopping. And he's doing. <laughs> they're uh, quilting a, a, a <laughs> They're quilting. Knitting. Knitting. So listen, look how like unimagined these. Okay, look, look, you see the time they must have spent on that shot? It's because he gets a second alive. No, he gets a... Vinny. He gets a second... Le collegic. <laughs> he gets a second collegic. But what I'm saying is they should have spent the time on making soccer look fabulous, making it look fucking sporty and, you know, the right angles and... You know, I'm you're sure. running over the camera. 
I'm sure they do, but they probably do it late into the day. You know, I'm paying money to see a Pele. I want to see Pele, who I love, on a big screen. I want to see some Pele up front that they provide. But you won't wanna... see Pele in a game, but you will see him do his soccer thing, and it is good. Oh, man. Other guy is really injured. Because, mm. listen, I can only feel my head. I can only feel my head. Could you get your hands off me, please? He says that? No. I was yeah. saying that. I go, I can't feel my body, but I can feel my head. Do you, could you stop pushing hey, my, on my that... forehead? I'm tired. I'm just going to sleep this off. Oh, my. They're operating on his backside. We've been here all day to show that we. Right. We've been waiting. I've been drinking this cup of coffee for six hours. Sip. <laughs> Tell me he's going to be okay, Coach. Now, do you think that was a new formula of Coke, the Coke can, or was it the original? Or was <laughs> that the Coca-Cola Classic Coke? I think that the classic Coke and the you know new Coke disaster. I think that was uh, an eighties thing. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you'll see an eighties movie, and you know, you know how you see like pull caps and yeah. movies. Right. They'll they'll have like a, a Coke can, and it was before new Coke got introduced, and before classic yeah. Coke got reintroduced. Right. It was just Coke. Yeah. yeah. Coke. And you ever see in the way old movies they would have a pull tab. It wouldn't click. It would right. pull off and they like a grenade and they fling it. Boop, boop, fling boop. it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Old beard. Okay, now we're gonna have the most immature scene ever. He's like, "Wait, you better put, you better stop benching me." And he goes, "Hey, shut up, you. Mind your bit. No, I'm not taking no grenades. You're gonna play me." So this is where the comic. Corners the producer, right? The producer's Why going to his car, or he's trying to take the bus. I got two minutes the bus is coming, and then I got another one in 40 minutes. You got to just shut up. It's a showcase. You can't get up. <laughs> You've been hounding me. Why would I reward you? That's the thing, right? He's hounding this guy. Hey, man, you, you got to make me go in front of the public and act like I'm not an asshole. I'm being an asshole, but when You're you right. think of people you who are not an asshole. Yeah, behind the scenes is an asshole. They get up there and go, "Hey, folks." Yeah, it's a comedy show. I'm telling haha jokes. I'm I'm doing sports. Yeah. Well, okay, so that's what's going on here. He bothers him too much. He's like, "Fuck it, man. You have a two month suspension. You're out of here. Leave me alone." You know. So he is. He's suspended for two months, and that will get him to. I'm going to my guru Pele. Wait, so this rich kid. Yeah, he he rejects his family, but right. he still keeps the car. He pretends yeah. he's he's not he's, right. he's in the car. So he he gets a career, and he's being benched, and then he corners the coach right now. And you he better says, play me. That's it. That's one month detention. Right. You say exactly. another word, it's two months of detention. Word. But, but... No, but they usually say word. Oh, that that that's a two months. <laughs> you know, um. Our celebrity comedian countdown this time was a longtime partner of yours, you know. Oh, and it was, it was you, calling me. Yeah. yeah. When you first called me and said I got a longtime partner, I was like, please let it be laundry basket. Please let it be laundry basket. But no. No, it was Colin. Yeah. 
Cohen's a lot easier to work with. Absolutely. Than, uh, and he responds when you, you have you ever heard Colin make a laundry related, related pun? No, because if he did, <laughs> he would know I would get depressed and steam. All right. Well, this is great. Oh, so he just he's done. Go on sabbatical. Suspended for two months. This is really giant stadium parking lot the way it used to look. So yeah. Now see, we this 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 film is just full of. He's a lunkhead. They didn't need to do that. Look what he's doing. It's just good. He's like a little. This is his hotel room, right? Yeah, it's not sure. Ooh, throws a chair. Santos. See, why is he ripping down Santos? Because he's gonna get an epiphany. But he's yeah, you're right. Actually, you're right. But but the, I, that doesn't negate what I was saying. This is a totally immature scene with he's him throwing. He should have just stayed well, on the bench. Like he in should've... a in a smart film, you'd be seeing a character study of an immature person, right? Surrounded by mature people. But no, this is badly acted and a stupid story it's all immature and do you remember bill uh bill murray did a movie it was a remake the razor's edge and the razor's edge it was not a comedy right right and it was based on like a 40s film and the premise is this guy's like a total arrogant asshole but he goes climbs the highest mountain to uh be taught you know to, to get an epiphany to, to achieve it so i guess that's what he does he goes to pele so he has money, like I guess he's selling his car right now. This yeah, and they're gonna rip him off essentially. They're gonna give him like three thousand dollars, and like in it's like twenty three thousand dollar car, and in nineteen eighty six dollars that was twenty three thousand dollars. So the value windows dirty. That's yeah. right. Yeah, but this window's filthy. See, it looks all right, Rick. It's questioning him, like, I need the money right this second. I don't have the papers. The reason is he's going to get on a plane and go to Brazil. But the thing is, this is also totally immature. Why wouldn't you take a day, figure your shit out, pack your bags, for Christ's sakes? Why is it emergency? I got to learn right now. I got to learn right now. I got kicked off a dream job. Still in my dad's car. My car. Right now, he's, like, saying, like, yeah, you got a drug problem, and he's doing this. He really is. You know, it's weird, because when the movie first starts, and the guy arrives in Rio de Janeiro, and he gets robbed. Where? Where did he arrive? Rio de Janeiro. Ah, yeah. And, uh, but he, you know, we don't know who he is, and he gets robbed, and we're like, this guy sucks. And then when he tells his story, he says, I'm a really rich guy. From a rich family, and then you go. Well, that explains how he got from Rio de Generic over to fucking Pele's house because money's no object. I mean, if I got my wallet taken, I'd be like, "Fuck, I have everything in my hand. Now I'm fucked. I'm fucked." Credit cards—they existed in '86. Yes. Fuck. Yeah. Probably had some traveler's checks. Now he's bringing up soccer. He's saying, I told you, no soccer. Oh, right. Well, we didn't, <laughs> I didn't come to see this movie to see uh, Pele play soccer. Thank you. What is oh. he? Is that a corn husk? 
Just choking a chicken. Now, how did Pele do stuff like this before when he was a recluse without a helper? Oh, you mean like cut a saw trees out? He's yeah. been waiting for somebody to show up. They're burning sticks. So are they going to play soccer with the shirt team against the shirts? <laughs> or the skins? They're, they're skins. Now they're the shirts. Gold, now, gold, gold. It's like a thing of wine. That is a wine jug. It is a wine jug. They each got their own. It's, it's filled with water. So now he's like, yo, Pele, dude, you know, what are you, what are you doing here? You got all this fame. It's down the mountain. It's down there. You got to, you know, come on. You earned it. By the way, Pele was absolutely not a recluse in real life. Uh, right. And he was married several times. He fathered many children. Let me read it. His real name is Edson Arantes. Do Nascimento, which everyone knows is Pele, is short for, you know, it's oh, Pele. Short for Pele. Yeah. Yeah. He, Brazilian, former professional football player who played as a forward, regarded as one of the greatest players of all time, labeled the greatest by Fighter. He was among the most successful and popular sports figures in the 20th century. Now, in this film, Pele's 47 years old, and he's really fit. You know, um, we're going to see him play soccer here. And you can, you're going to see why he was a phenomenon. He really could uh, carry himself well. Um, in 1977, he retired from playing. He made a few movies. He had plenty of girlfriends. He fathered seven children from four women. You hear me, Mike? You over there? He's a mute. Fathered seven children. Seven children among four women. Four women. Um, at 2011, he consolidated his brand under Legends 10, began to make a steady income via globe-trotting appearances, hitching himself on behalf of many sponsors. Uh, sports article, Sports Illustrated article. Uh, Pele, Pele has many financial issues, and everyone wants a piece of him. I don't know. He's still anyway, alive? Why call him Santos? I think yes. <clears throat> I think yes. So this um, guy's what? He's depressed, right? He's like, hey, I just want to talk to Santos. Uh, it's Santos' anniversary. When he quit, Today's the day he uh, kicked the ball 10 years ago. Why won't he talk to me? You know what? Fuck you guys. You guys ain't nothing without us parasites. I hope you guys die in a ditch. You won't see me in this movie ever again. You know, when Meatloaf died, his children put him in the refrigerator. Uh, uh, you know, leftovers. Well, yeah, right. He was much better the next day. Oh, cold meatloaf, like after a night of drinking? That's oh, that's great. That's some white bread? Yeah, yeah, white bread mayonnaise and cold. I mean, everyone talks about cold pizza, but cold meatloaf? All the the grease is hard. Oh, that's good stuff. It, it gets to the point. I'll make a meatloaf. I'll sit down and I'll eat it. It'll be bubbling up. Cold. Six six days. I can't wait to eat six six days. I was saying to my friend, I was like, meatloaf. I never even saw him in person. Let alone meet him. Is that good? Is no. That good? no. I'll just don't do that at the 
I could just go, it's windy. Yeah. But, it. but I don't know if people will know it from the middle, you know? Right. I have to set it up. Oh, man. Fuck this joke. Did you hear about the, the Beatles vegan restaurant? Nothing is veal. <laughs> Nothing is veal. Nothing is veal. Strawberry Fields? Yeah, right. He goes, nothing is real, but that's a stretch of a joke. What? You think that's a stretch of a joke that the Beatles plant-based restaurant for for baby cows is called nothing is veal? You said that it's a stretch of a joke? (laughs) God, I've never carried a setup that heavy. (laughs) Oh, got to water the plants. Yeah. His job at Pele's house, keeping up the place, he's watering plants. Oh, dust off that box. Oh, open that box. Soccer ball. Tried condoms. Holy shit. A stash of weed. (laughs) Photos of his seven children. Right. We love you, daddy. Oh, I don't want to make fun of that. I guess that's probably his real number. I don't know. Does that look like the right jersey? That's what I'm saying. Like, what's Paley's number? I mean, I'm Santos' number, clearly. Now he's got something planned for that soccer ball, Mike, and we're gonna have to see the big reveal now. I love how they have knives. Like the only tension in this shit. scene. Okay. Hey heads Pele, up. heads up. Heads up, <laughs> Pele. Right. Come on, you liked it, Pele. Just it's wait memory, a memory muscle. Whee! Oh, he hit slot. Hit one of those I told you no stories. soccer. I have machete. That's what I'm saying. Like they get into an argument, and the only interest of the movie experience is that they're carrying machetes while they do yeah, it. Yeah, I've been there before too. It's kind of creepy. Uh, like um, sometimes you'll see in a movie or something hunters starting to have a disagreement. They're right. Like, you know. But do you remember the last time we had an argument and we were both holding machetes? <laughs> that was in the cockpit jungle in Jamaica. We were on our yeah. way to Nine Mile. Bob Marley's grave. Yeah. Well, I was saying that I, I uh, also like other groups. That's an argument. Wow, acting. All right, that's it. We're on the 18-minute mark of Pele's appearance. <laughs> oh, look, he's reminiscing. Look, he's looking at photos. Yeah, this kid is playing with his head, you know. Look, number 10 of well, I was right. That's footage. And that's real Pele footage, right? Yeah. They tinted yes. the number. No, so his number was 10. Yeah, I guess, yes. I see it on multiple different team uniforms, right? Yeah. I mean, let's say, you know, they must have personally colored uh, colored each cell. Let me tell you about soccer around the time of this movie. Sure. Uh, it was kind of a bad time for soccer. <clears throat> this movie was maybe a little ill-timed. Um, 
released in 87, another source claims. Okay, three years earlier, right? North American Soccer League, that's the famous soccer league with the Cosmos. Pele, Beckenbauer, Best, and Krufel. I, I don't know who those other people besides Pele. But this, it died. The soccer league died. Imagine, like, the National Football League just saying, all right, we're out of business, right? No more games. Now, you say National Football League. Was this more like the XFL? Do you remember that from 20 years no, ago? No, this now? was... This was the real soccer league that was nationally televised. It was wow. the franchise. And it was one year away from winning. Uh, they would host the 1994 World Cup. Uh, and that was like, apparently we had a very embarrassing game in which we got our asses beat. The Americans got whooped by whoever they played. Um so it's a bad time for soccer. That's what's in people's minds, you know. The soccer league died, and we went to the Olympics and embarrassed ourselves. Right, because football, soccer has always been like a, a world sport. Like yep. America is like, you know, we have football. Yeah. This so now we're getting, uh, you know, it's not exactly a Yeah, well, they just do a lot of quick cuts. They're not playing a song, and they are playing a song, though. Yeah, but you can hear the bonks of the head, like the soccer yeah. stuff. This reminds me of my favorite uh, Nintendo game, Left 4 Baseball. Uh, okay, now look, Pele, okay, but Jimmy, Jimmy yeah. is competing with. He's he's keeping up. You see what I'm saying? Right. He had some soccer chops, and he had to get ready for this film. Yeah, I mean, honestly, you don't want to embarrass yourself in front of Pele, especially in front of a camera recording it. <laughs> I don't think he was motivated. I'm not going to embarrass myself in front of Baylor. He just had to do it for the part. You know, you're a soccer player. Got to bring that to the role. Look, look at his tits. Yeah, he has great cleavage today. Now, this is a wet t shirt concept. Yes. <laughs> now, this is the best success this guy. You know what I mean? He's the star of a film. Uh, his, and it was Pele, and it was really released in, you know, the world. Was it a bomb? I don't have, I don't have yeah. information on that. And I do you think Pele, Pele Mania had waned by that point? No, Pe no, Pele was was king shit, hit famous at this point. He did. He did uh, retire in nineteen seventy-seven. You know, right? But still, that's you know, it's less than a decade. He's on people's minds, right? And he is the greatest soccer player ever. So, I mean, I would pay money to see him just fucking around with a soccer ball. Yeah, which he's doing. Yeah. Why now, is he carrying? Song, why is he carrying the guy he's training? Know. Right. I think Yoda is the one who should be carried. Yeah. Right. Yoda should not be carrying Mark Hamill on his fucking back. So, the alarm. The alarm did the opening song. You oh, might the, remember it. Come on down and, and meet, meet your, your maker. Come on down <laughs> and make your stand. Come, come on down. Come on. Come on. Uh this song they did it it goes 
It was on the radio for a little while. <laughs> Whoa, what is love? That's, right. That's exactly anyway. what I hear. No, but I hear Howard Jones. That's Howard right. Jones I'm saying. Howard yeah. Jones. I agree. And I didn't hear it in the day when it was a hit by the stand. But looking back at it and hearing this in this room, yeah. I was like, hey, does anybody love anybody? Anybody? Anyway. Whoa. Whoa. Holy anyway. shit. Anyway. <laughs> So one one of the aspects of bad movies I love is when they use real televised crowds uh, as part of the movie plot, like whether there's a parade that happens to be going yeah. through town or the roll them. Okay, it's production guys, value, Fred. You're rooting for the Rockets, and you they're against the other team, the made up team. But yeah, these are real people playing soccer. I, I mean, I love watching soccer. It's fun, you know, and you can zone out and shit like that. If soccer had commercials, breaks for commercials, it would be a hit. No, um, I think I think there's a reason why I, I like soccer because there's no commercials. They just run the ads in the bottom of the screen. But I mean the 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 television networks, you know, the NBCs, the CBS Sports, they would if they could monetize soccer, they would make it popular. Well, they did. They they had ESPN and they had other net, uh satellite cable during this time. Postcat or you know pay pay per view, but you you were able to get and there was like other you get channels that would air usually air soccer in other countries to try to get access to cable for them like you would get you know a foreign channel just because they air soccer right yes. yeah but then ESPN I mean uh, sports one ESPN ESPN uh, yeah started having soccer games and, yeah but uh, the thing is you see. I'm talking about like making it as big as American football or as big as baseball. Right. When you watch football, like within a minute, you're seeing ads, you're seeing commercials, and it, you, every when you go to the inning breaks for the baseball, they do the commercials. You know what I mean? If soccer could, like maybe halftime is ten minutes and it's solid commercials. I don't know. There's got to be a way to. Well, usually don't the commercials pop up when there's like a timeout or like, yes. uh, you know, if there's, it seems like there's a second of delay of gameplay, they're like, we'll be right back. It's nothing you want to Progressive. Yeah. Well, it was antics. Well, the was Ford antics. F-150. It's so funny, Flo for Progressive being like uh, wearing masks and doing Zoom calls to like uh, <laughs> walking into Target without a mask yelling at people. It really <laughs> changed throughout the pandemic. She was for uh, quarantining, and then she went anti-vax, and the whole thing just went nuts. <laughs> but she did okay, save me a lot. We're probably going to see the bicycle kick now. Oh, we're not. Okay. The last thing that Pele will teach, you know, the guru right. will teach the grasshopper, is the ba- the bicycle kick. Is and- he like Bruce Wayne, like a rich kid who went to to find some some other culture and like retweet? Like in Batman you know? Begins. Yeah. Like, yeah, and then it was uh, it was Liam Nielsen, right? Yeah, hey, this is my favorite scene. He goes, "You're fired, Jim." <laughs> I don't. It looks like they actually laugh. Or... <laughs> he gives him a ticket. He's like, "You're fired, Jim," and they laugh. I think like it was just ad libs. Yeah. Uh, gotta do some aerobics. Okay, here it comes. This is the bu- boom. 
You see how he jumped and fell on his back, almost like he flipped. And he used one foot to kick it and propel it in a very targeted, you know, line drive way. That was his famous. He used uh, the sand to buffer himself. It wasn't like the hard grass or the sidewalk. Or... Well, I mean, he did it on the field. That was his signature thing. Almost nobody could do it. He goes, teaching his people. Yeah, that's right. Try one. So Jimmy goes, oh. Grass. That was funny. No problem. You can do it. Remember when he woke him up and said, let's play soccer and Jimmy I, I thought we should bring that up. Remember the scene that. where he puts the blast shield on him? Just stretch out your feelings. Feel the ball. Bonk! On his head. <laughs> I, I think I, I felt it that time, Sensei. Here we go. Here we go. Kick! And that would be a goal, you know what I mean? He would like be running down the field, and then he'd turn around, the goalie would be like, the fuck are you doing? And then, Oh, the goalie light. would say, oh, no, here comes Pele. He's looking right straight at me. Wait a minute. He's not looking straight at me anymore. He's 180 degrees away from looking away from me. <laughs> oh, he flipped. But he kicked it. You know, he made contact, and it went in the direction. Uh, are they going to finally kiss? No. Pan Am? Pan Am? Dick King do that. Yeah, Pan Am, the R.I.P. So how did he afford to get the camera up there in the sky? <laughs> now, is this which airport? That was it? Newark, LaGuardia, or JFK? Uh, well, it would probably be Newark, but I it doesn't look like Newark, and I don't remember it looking like that. Yeah. Now, he's at the hospital with Jimmy, and he's Vinny. Uh, with Vinny, and he's basically learning, like, the team's kind of screwing him, you know? <clears throat> Let's see, Vinny. Vinny played Eddie Kramer, a lifeguard, on the first two seasons of Baywatch and the reunion movie in 2003, as well as numerous daytime roles, most notably Frankie Brady on Days of Our Lives and A.J. Quartermain on General Hospital. Now, he was just a little kid. I saw him, A.J. Oh, that's crazy. So he knew Brock from being on the set of General Hospital. I think the casting director knew a lot of new Brock as well. I saw soap. Yeah. There's a lot of soap actors in this. Yup. That's why it's so squeaky clean. <laughs> Jim Young's. Uh, he. Okay. I, I poo pooed his movie career, and maybe I should have, uh, but he was. Okay. He was in Wise Guy, Season 4, Episode Point of No Return. He portrayed Benson in Babylon 5, Episode, and The Sky Full of Stars. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he has Honestly, a mini career. But he Wise, Wise Guy has such a cult. Like, I know people who, well, I, I, you know, you can, the box set of it, but I had the opportunity to watch every episode. They're, they're intense. Like, so I yeah. remember, I didn't make it to that, that far. Listen, if you buy all the individual DVDs of Wise, I mean, it adds up. It adds up. But if you buy the collection, you save money. I mean, you're a wise guy. That's pretty wise, guys. So he's saying, hey, look, I just talked to Vinny. Oh, no. 
No, hey, sorry I was yelling at the parking yeah. lot at your car. Yeah. You told me I had two months attention. There's Brock. There's Brock. The what? Hey, whoa. He jumped hey, right listen, on top. I went and I talked to Vinny, you know, and I was thinking maybe you could give him a job in your organization. Come on, Brock. Remember the good old days? Yeah. Brock, I just jumped over the fucking escalator. Isn't that cool? Now yeah. I'm talking to you like nothing I'm an happened. Athlete. Like it's nothing I talk to you. Yeah. They're at Giant Stadium. I remember that. And I, I also I saw the dead. Uh, I wonder if we were there the same night. That would have been pretty good. I, I swear to God, it was everyone I knew in high school was in the parking lot. They were like, big one, what a poser. I only went, uh, you know, it was an experience. And yeah. I, hey, listen, I, we all grew up on the dead. Yeah. Whether we wanted to listen to it or it was played in front of us for 16 years. You know, give me a fucking break. So now it's like, yeah, you're special. We're so glad you're home oh, without your legs. Hey, quick. Who needs your legs when you got wheels? Am I right? Come on down, Vinny, before we do the pasta commercial. <laughs> now, there was a computer game called Hotshot. It was released in 89. It was published by Gremlin Graphics Software Limited. And oh, it was Amiga, Amistrad, Atari ST, I was gonna say Commodore 64. Commodore 64. That smells like I bet you there's video of it on uh, YouTube. Yeah. I find that. Uh, Hot Shot, a soccer game which two teams try to win the match. Adjustable options are numbers of players, time on halftime, and the AI level. So it's just a flat-out soccer game. Yeah, and it doesn't say that it was this movie's soccer game, you know? Was it endorsed by Pele? No. I don't know. It doesn't. The internet doesn't say. <clears throat> what caught my eye is you search for Hot Shot 1989 because that's what the YouTube led me to believe it was. And right. when you do, this computer game is the topic. So hey. I was like, wow, they had a computer. Hey, welcome home. We got your mom's lasagna and your Aunt Betty's in the back. Hey, look, we got these stairs for you, Vinny. Look, right here in front of you. Some well, stairs. This, this... This is what I think. You say you call him immature. I think the guy is like, he's saying like, he goes, then he goes, hey, who paid for all this stuff? And they said, oh, we did a collection. And the rest was, you know, his dad. And he's like, yeah, all right. So it was my dad. And he goes, well, I don't want to have a charity, right? So <laughs> maybe let's jump ahead. So he's going to push to get Vinny a job. Yeah. Soccer is his life. Yeah. So if Vinny could work in the soccer industry, his right. life might feel better. Right. And I think that's very notable, but what our hero Noble? Said, noble. Notable. No, yeah. Noble. It's very noble. And notable. Like, you know, people should bring oh. it up in conversation. All right. Make yeah. note of that. Smart bit. One. Bit. Little one. That's noted. And then down below there's a footnote. Um, but what he says to the to the, boss, the owner, he says, you give Vinny a job. He works as long as he wants. All right. He, he goes, team he doesn't win. He doesn't want charity, he says, which is accurate. He doesn't want charity. He's he feels shaped that you know uh, uh, our hero bought Jim bought all this shit for him. He does. He wants to earn it. So if he had a job in the industry, he'll be working as himself, and he earn it. That means he can yeah. get fired at any time because he's working at a job. But what he, what our hero Jim says is not only do you give him a job, but he, you let him work as long as he wants. <laughs> so now it sounds like charity, you know. And it, oh I yeah, like, I don't want charity. 
He doesn't want charity. He just wants a job. But you're saying, give him a job, and you know what? Let him work as long as he wants. Can't fire him. Now, this coach is our Star Trek connection. Oh, yeah, it was about time. He played Admiral Taldman in Star Trek Deep Space Nine episode, The Die Is Cast. And he was Star No. (laughs) Deep Space Nine. And uh, he was Starfleet Commander in Chief in Star Trek Five, Six, The Undiscovered Country. And I'm like, how can he be two different characters? He was the other guy in Deep Space Nine. That's right. That's and you I'm know, Trekkies and Trekkers pay a fucking attention to yeah, that. Yeah, pay a lot of attention. All right, the Rockers. Hey, do they win? So the, how do you, how do you think okay. they made this movie? So, I mean, this is pretty impressive. Look, he comes back. He's off the bench. Right. Kind of by a fluke. He was being patient. So now we're going to get to see uh, his fucking skills. He stole Black Man's dance moves. Right? He took, he no, stole he the... ran forward. What do you mean? Well, I mean, like, he, he ripped <laughs> off Pele. He ripped off Pele's moves. Oh, Pele is a black soccer player. You're so crazy. Yeah. Hey, oh my God. So uh, that really is the old. So that doesn't exist okay. anymore. So we now we have no. That's there's a, another stadiums uh, right on top of it. Jimmy Hoffa still lays beneath. So we like this kind of thing. We should have seen it in the beginning and him. Like when he was doing tryouts, you know, they spent the money on his finale thing. Look at the Egyptian who used to hate him. He loves him. Yeah, his moment is shine. So now he he kind of fluke got in. He's doing his Pele skills and it's paying off. Everybody's, you know, he's bringing the rockers to winning. Now, so this is like one of those movies where the newspaper headlines and the sports announcers re- yeah. uh, tell the story. Yes. Well, I mean, aid the story, yes. But also we got, like, a lot of imagery like this. Oh, look, Sports Illustrated. Poor Vinny. All right, he's sidelined. Down and out. This film is immature. This was an immaturely written film. It has base, stupid emotion. I feel sad. I can't play anymore. Ooh, look, New York Times made Sports Monday. That's pretty impressive. And he made... uh, Look, Pele. Pele's just watching this out. Think about that, though. He's in the deep heart of Brazil, like not even Sao Paulo or something, and he's got... He's looking at his his subscription to the local Giants, you know... But everybody everybody in his town plays soccer. You see the kids playing soccer. So soccer, there's going to be a sports section in the local paper. Oh, look, Vinny's drinking. Yep, that's right. And so it's going to be like, hi, I'm up in positive, almost negative, almost the opposite of myself in this whole film. Yeah, well, I'm drinking. What do you think about that? That's okay. It's all right. The, it's, uh, a di- it's a dichotomy. You know, like you got your Thompson twins and you got the Bruce Springsteen. They're yeah. two different things. Yeah. So I can't yeah. believe they, they got Vinny up to, like, they got a ramp and then they brought him up to the sixth floor. <laughs> Listen, this is a dichotomy. Listen, guys, I, this is not about what our podcast is about, but I just want to say be nice to your economy. 
Well, it's a lie, all right? I mean, one day, it's going to, you know, dichotomy. So in the living years, be nice. Yeah. The sooner or later, and they everyone tends to do the, the dichotomy. Because, look, I'm an arrogant sports team owner. I'm what? Yeah, my business holding, guy. Right. Right, he's holding court while he's working out. Yep, yep. And uh, this guy's like, hey, Vinny's job, Vinny's job. And he's like, eh, don't got any more room in my organization. So he's going to be a prick. Like, he's going to single-handedly be like, listen, get Vinny a right. job. Get Vinny a Do you job. remember the lesson he learned at the car bugging the coach? Do you think he learned that lesson? No. No. It's not. He is going to bully this Brock motherfucker all the way to, like, a, the team doing a, a boycott. Yeah. yeah. A hey, I want you to replace the kid. No, I, I'm not. I think the kid has a point. What? We're on, we're on strike. I am Spartacus. Oh, there we go. Up and down. Oh, look, 1979. Well, that's an old poster. I am Sporta Hug. I am Soccer Kiss. <laughs> Football. Football. The rest of the world calls it. Football. You ever see uh, the rest of the world? The movie was called The Fifty First State. This Formula Fifty One has Samuel Jackson from Meatloaf and uh, Robbie Coltrane uh, from Train Spotting, and their big finale is at a soccer match, where uh, uh -huh. ultimately they give Meatloaf in a, a chemical that blows up meat. So they have like a soccer game, and it was like a big deal for. The, the box blows up in blood, but no one cares because they're watching the soccer game. <laughs> How did he get out there? You know what I mean? Actually, oh, yeah. no, he could have. He could have easily. He could have not. First off, the owner said, hey, whatever, man. We'll, we'll talk about Vinny after the big game tomorrow. I think you should go home because of the big game. And what does he do? He fucking hangs out. At, they allow him to hang out at the stadium the night before. Go home and get some rest, dude. Look, he's got pen tennis balls on his shirt. You remember that, Mike? Like, yeah, I remember like that. it started to pen, sure, but they started to have logos on shirts for the first time in the mid eighties, right? I mean, we never had that growing up in the seventies. There was that well, joke one, Mister Bubbles. Oh, right, Mr. Bubbles. Yeah, but we had that weird – 70s had weird T-shirts. So they're either Keep homemade on custom ones, like the right. iron ones that have, like, yeah. Carl's Rock. Yeah. Or they'll have, like, weird designs or Mr. Bubble. And But there was, like, Perrier, I guess. There, Look there at was that. Like, Izod, I think, kind of, like, helped commercialize that. Look at Brendan Byrne Arena. Brendan Byrne Arena. You saw and where the was, trucks parked. I've uh, been in here a couple of times. I also saw David Bowie's Glass Spider Tour here. Yeah. In this old yeah. Great. Great. Nothing like David Bowie performing to a stadium. No, he did this song. It's called Up the Hill Backwards it, from that tour. Like, okay, the reason I love that tour is I loved all those classic albums, those German periods and yeah. everything. But then when it was Glass Spider, remember, he's young. He's young. He's 40. You right. know what I mean? So we heard those old Ziggy Stardust stuff, but with today's rock. You know, I agree. He did time, and I was like, I yeah. love this song. Yeah, 
So yeah, it was fun. But you know, it was a stadium tour with with like a lot of elaborate stuff on stage. So right, either you could see it or you could kind of see it. It was still a spectacle. What about cool. the globe? Did he have the big globe? Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, yeah. The glass fighter. I think. No. Uh, oh no, he had the glass globe, but he had like different other structures. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. It was like an egg shaped. Yeah, right. Yeah, above. No, but um, at the beginning of maybe it was a different David Bowie show. At the beginning, there was this huge globe on the stage, and he was singing. And when he got to one important part in the song, right, he punched it, and we found out it was like a beach ball kind of globe. Oh and wow! It launched into the audience. I'm sure it happened. I'm sure they had a lot of stuff like that. That's cool. They, yeah, they played in the crowd. Oh, so halftime. Shut up about Vinny. Just yeah. play the game. Play the fucking game. Or it's going to be fucking trouble. Don't make my accountant walk behind me. Oh, too late. <laughs> Feathers. Feathers? Yes, sir. Yeah. 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 Oh, Three years, man, has desired to blot out the sun. For years, man, has contrived a way to blot out the sun. I'm watching this classic, like, hanging out in Grand Stadium. Yeah, and you see, like, this is just sort of like, they just had the cameras going. I, I really think that this would have been a much better production film if they had choreographed all this bullshit. Really made it look like. I'm impressed that they could take, like, footage that looks like shot from a real game, like the crowd and stuff. And, and put then, it in. Yeah, and then have these guy actors and their uh, soccer ringers go on the field when they have the opportunity to shoot there. And then, uh, you know, combine the two so it looks real. Right. Like it looks seamless. It's pretty good. Heads. Yeah, because they have Heads. their extras on the close-up shot. Yeah, right. This is what I mean by MTV. That counts the seconds between shots. It's not more well, than three it's... seconds. One, two, three. One, two, three. You know, like it's four. Four. Five. Okay. Well, Pele. Okay. Pele but I see your point, but I'm just saying that this is a MTV. This is a sports segment. Right. They are not MTV throughout this film, but it's very flimsily put together. Like they they have footage from different scenes of different stuff, yeah. and they want to make it make it into something that's better. You know, it's got. I think it's probably the best part of the movie. Whoa. This is what I paid to see, soccer. Right. Soccer. Now, they really broke the rule. We should have been seeing a lot, a lot, a lot of soccer in the beginning of Act 2, the movie poster I moment. I they, maybe some, something that says, wow, I can't believe I'm watching this on the big screen. This soccer like, for instance, like, like, Jimmy does get a chance. Like, some guy breaks his leg. So we in the beginning of Act 2, you get him in there. You know, it's he's on the team now. He's going to play. And then you start the benching stuff. That way you can get that scene in there and have a really choreographed soccer challenge. Get the goal! You know, a big moment of... Well, everyone has a moment in this. Like, I can't believe this, these are the actors. I guess not everyone sees them. Oh, here he is. He's like, Listen, fire him. Fire him. You fire him yourself, Rock. No, we love this guy. He's not an egotist. We all think he's a good guy. He also wrote the Are you okay, play. Coach? Because it looks like he's leaning. Yeah. Well, you know, someone has to hold up this. Movie. 
Brock is gonna kiss him. Look at that. Oh no, Brock. they've they had a spat. They had a Oh Goof, so the movie's almost over to be able to kiss him. <laughs> that's another thing about that's another thing about like American football. I'll say like ninety seconds and someone like myself who hates sports will be like, Oh, thank God. Oh, time out. We'll be back after this. Da 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 you know, and then they'll come back. That's NBA You know what I mean? Like, wait a minute. Does basketball out. have they, breaks they, for commercials? They, they do. do breaks for commercials. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Haley's watching from home. Yeah, it's on he channel can, three. It's on channel three, right? It's, yeah. And he, you know, he can. Not he had rabbit ears. He had antennas. Come on, this is like you know the world loves to watch America's Got Talent. <laughs> We're a joke to the world with them. I went to a Yankees game with a bunch of Israelis from my job, and they were laughing at the game. You know, because they love soccer, and right. they were saying like, "This isn't a sport; it's a game." And they were saying like, they were watching how they throw it around. You know, it goes around the bases, and they were like. That's so everyone gets a chance to touch the ball. <laughs> you know, because the pitcher's like, wind up, pitch, break, 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 wind up, pitch. You know, it was so slow-paced right. to them. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, I guess, like, if you're a fan of soccer, football, and uh, basketball, it's it's really high-paced. So then when you yeah. have to sit there, you know. Don't get so me started. My idea is called fastball. What it is, is it's an arena baseball. It's indoors. You don't have a pitcher. You have a pitching machine. It pitches you four strikes. It, then those are your strikes. You know people will be hitting, you know, professional baseball players. And there's no home run. It's a wall, and there's a ceiling. So you're going around the bit. You hit that ball, and you got to right. hustle your ass. They're going to throw, you know, bouncing off the wall and Fastball and girls can play. Girls can play. <laughs> wow, hey, you really thought this out, then. You're right on that, buddy. Yeah. Now we have the strike, the revolt, the boycott, the the, the revolution. I am Spartacus. Yeah. Hey, number eight. I want you to replace that kid. Uh, I'm number six, first of all, and second of all, no <laughs> way. <laughs> <laughs> number eight. I want you. I'm number six, first of all. <laughs> Who stole the cookie from the cookie jar? Number me. six. Or is it? Could be. Right. Could not be. Said who? Eight number stole the cookie. What? Number eight stole the cookie from the cookie jar. Well, first of all, I'm six. And second of all, <laughs> Number seven. Okay, so this is we all right. Looks like they the team blackmailed them one. Yeah, they did. Now Mario Van Peoples, I don't know. Did they have it? No, they had a gem. They might not have known for. Um, well, you know, he worked. For he acted Penelope a lot. Of, and Miller. He, he he was in a lot of movies in the eighties. Yeah. Right. You mentioned the Jaws three D and the. First well, Heartbreak Hotel. Heartbreak Ridge, is that what it's called? That's yeah, the one with Clint Eastwood. Right. That was a pretty high-profile movie. He's in this movie the same year. I don't know. Yeah. No one, re no one remembers this movie. But 
commercial you think break. Some contingent of soccer fans who really do. Look at that. You're flying from New York Airport. You can <laughs> right. Yeah, I could taste the warm beer already. Thanks warm for the job, Mister. Miss, congratulations, Mister Vinny. Welcome aboard. He says, well, a, "Hey, does that rich kid has anything to do with it?" Well, and actually, there's a rumor going around. Yeah. And so, is he pissed or is he happy? He's, he's happy because this film is immature. I would be pissed. He's doing charity again. I would misinterpret Look, all, it. All these characters, including our hero, are two-dimensional characters. You know, they all love our hero. They're all like, "Our hero's great." Look, the hero's going in there. Yeah, that's pandemonium in New Jersey. You would be dead by that point. I would crush you. Yay, Jimmy! The crowd would crush you. Hey, so he's like, "What? I love you." And yeah, thanks, man. You, thanks, man. Thanks for everything. Hey, I'm not pissed that you told him I have a job for life. It's just not charity. Oh, whatever. Who did he just what do shake I know? hands with? Who did he just shake hands with? The other person at the table. I don't know. I've oh, never been uh, to Medieval Times. I don't know how it works. <laughs> They're sitting at a Medieval Times table. Oh, well, he's the king. He's the king's hand. When did Tab? Tab was around yeah. in the eighties. Tab, yeah. Yeah. With the we had the we just saw it. it. That's why you said I know, but it was like light pink, like it was faded out, and it had the yellow stripes in. In the remember, they would never take your cash for it. For what? Tab. <laughs> they would always put it on your tab. You know, this one place my credit was so bad they wouldn't take my cash. Uh huh. I didn't write that joke. That's a good joke. Oh, you didn't write that joke. No, my credit's so bad here, honey. They won't take cash. It might have been Rodney. I, I've heard it before. Wow, this movie's just grinds to a halt, right? It's like, well, finally we get the soccer. Like, we should have watched this in the beginning. I guess now, here comes right. our big finale, though. Slow motion. Right. He did the oh, head move. No. I'm sorry. Our big finale is going to be the bicycle kick. Have, right. have. I doubt that's product placement. I don't know. This was a major motion picture. Well, no, at the end of the movie, they do say we want to thank, and they. They listed the product placement includes Coca-Cola and members only. Uh -huh. Did you see any of the characters wearing a members only jacket in 1996? The company gave it to them. What do you like a loaner. Member, look at that TV camera. Yeah. Boy, that's yesteryear. You see how big it was, man. It's it's got its own location in the stadium. Five hundred pounds. Yeah, it's bolted down. Whoa. Oh. And you see, why do that? That's not our star. Well, it's still a little stuff. No, but it's the other team, you see. Oh. But okay, well, okay. You got to remember the Titans. <laughs> Are they team with it? Uh, team Titans? Team Titans? Yeah, like that song go? I used to know that song. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is our hero, our other hero. What is this film ending already? I want to see no, the we, bicycle kick. It's time. It's do. It's it's ending. It's not ending. Like I actually paid to see the the soccer game. So like I'm, I should be excited that we finally got to like 
okay. cameras on the field. Here we go. Here we go. All right. Good luck, asshole. Okay, I was gonna now kick this it. is. Remember, he's retiring. This is his last day. So they're like, "You kick it." Oh, I got you. Oh, because he had a substitute kicker ready. And. Goal! Yes, his final. That's right. Uh, give it up. It's final Jesse! day. So, uh, you play Jose in this movie. Can you tell us what Hot Shot is about? Yeah, it's about Jose and his friends who are on a soccer team and how he's on the final day he gets one last goal. Oh, no, we got another two minutes. Yeah, are you are you Jose? Yes, and these are my pussy cats. Jose and the pussy cats. Jose, that's gotta have been done, right? I don't know. I don't think so. Jose and the pussy cats. I, I guess I'll do that accent over Jose, so I'll remember. Uh -huh. Josie <laughs> and. Wow, this game is so good, the security time. guard. Yeah, what? he was so happy. Yeah. He got more airtime than Penelope Ann's Miller, that's for sure. Yeah. Yes. Did you notice that? That was the scene she was in, and now she's gone. He went on a date is what happened. They explained how soccer works. Right. He mansplained. All right, Actually, I'm lifting that from something I read on the internet. Okay. But it is true. He's, he's explaining it to the audience. Here it comes, oh my Mike. Kid. Here it comes. Bicycle kick and. Kick! Kick! Goal! Goal! Don't they know it's annoying? Can't they just say goal a little while? Oh, I love it. I love it. Going for a minute. Does anyone notice he's ripping off Santos? <laughs> I guess, yes, they would all have to know that because Santos was the biggest bicycle kicker. Yeah. But, I mean, we got ta – oh, Tam! And what is he eating a loaf of bread? Did you see that? Oh, that would – he shook his the hand of his father. Oh, loaf I got you. But look how proud Paley is. He's fine. Yeah. Where's the, where's the girls, Paley? How come you don't have a wife? Also, why are you? I mean, are you standing crying in the team? Oh, whatever. He trophy. Okay, Vinny, you get the trophy too. We got the Winston Cup. No, 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 we didn't get. Oh, we we got the Stanley Cup. Cup. No, 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 not no, the Stanley Cup. Not the Stanley Cup. We got a McDonald's Return of the Jedi commemorative cup. We got the Holy Grail. No, 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 it's no. the Stanley Cup. No. We got the athletic cup. No, 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 that's support. They're still lifting him up. Yeah, my wheelchair. We're new, drunk New Jersey guys in a in a Meadowlands. Nothing could go wrong. Yay! Oh, oh, I thought that freeze frame at the movie was over. Oh, uh, nothing. You don't. You don't get out that easy, Mike. <laughs> He's still hitchhiking. Dude, you rent the car or something. Right. He's, this is bananas. He's a banana boat. This is right a banana. Thanks, buddy. 
Oh, yeah, look, I'm going to climb all over your truck. Listen, I suggest you do grow bananas. It's much better than these yucky plantains. I like plantains. You do? Yeah, you they're... probably like them cooked, like prepared. You don't no, you... eat them. No, you got to cook them. You got to bake them or like deep fry them or have them saute them or something. I don't know. If you eat it like a banana, like. You're not oh, gonna go too long. Like you'll you have a little, but Carl, Carl, the movie's over. Thank God. We go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that has been Hot Shot. Hot Shot, singular. Singular, over compound. 1989 uh, movie. Carl, what do you think of the movie? Well, um, I thought that Pele's performance was, you know, in terms of playing soccer, was something to see. And, uh, you know, I think it's an immature film. But I was also really liked it because this was the film debut of uh, the set decorator. She'd go on to do 13 more films, Betty Klompas. This was her first film, the set director, and uh, she screwed up that Pele sign. I think this movie is terrible. <laughs> I, I'm going to say I really like this movie. As bad movies go, this is a good bad movie. The acting is wooden. Look, Brazilian nut. Oh no, Brazil unit. Uh, I I do think like uh, <laughs> the acting is wooden. The storyline is ridiculous. The flashback setup. He's a rich, spoiled little kid. He's like Bruce yeah. Wayne. He goes over. He steals this guy's moves. Doesn't credit him. And at the end, he's the winner. So good. God bless. Uh, but <laughs> it's also just great to see like they've made a movie off uh, the popularity of uh, European football. Uh, now, may I never say European football again? Yeah, because it's it's really not European. It is worldwide. It is worldwide, right? That's what we used to say to compare it to some American football. Right, like can egg. American cricket is what happens when you bomb at the open mic. <laughs> right, there's a lot of American cricket. So in the pandemic, we were in the back of the reserve club. Remember, you showed up on Zoom one night. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, so when you when you had a joke that bombed, you did literally hear crickets. Uh, that's great. Oh, that's really funny. Yeah, I had a, a dream that it was I was in the world of Zootopia. Remember the movie Zootopia where all the yes. animals live? And I went into a cricket comedy club. Really? And during, yeah, and I sat in the audience. And during uh, in between their acts, I would go, loud noise. You like that? <laughs> loud noise. You like, like that, crickets? Like I remember he go. He went up to the bar, and the bartender was like, "We've got a drink named after you." And he goes, "I'm I'm a cricket. I'm not a grasshopper. I'm a cricket." That joke doesn't work for me. Because mean insects, insects. Oh, here's the the movie. So we have the music. We have William Orbit. We have uh, Luke Harvest in that. Moving up is a horrible song. It was like the Ooh, big Coco song. Tea. The best is yet to come. Stand back and you'll just see where I'm coming from. There's no easy route to, road to choose. You either win the game or lose. The New Jersey Sports and Exposition Authority got sang. That's probably Giant Stadium, yeah. Yeah. All right, wow. We made it through. Hot shot. Congratulate us. Hey, all right. Wow. All right, well, we are very excited. We are going to be back next week, next Sunday at 2 p.m. on Mimi Radio, where, as we are right now, our podcast will drop Sunday night on L-W-A-L-F-M-O-Y-T. What, what, what did you do? 
I said the our podcast will we'll come drop out every L W A F L M O Y T, and we also have our YouTube channel, which if you subscribe and you'll get notified. So we are really excited. Next week we have a new movie. We do this every week, and Carl, the movie next week is Aladdin. Aladdin, a live action nineteen eighties film, uh. Starring one of our favorites, Bud Spencer. And it's also oh. produced by one of our favorite movie studios, uh, Canon Films, who did Going Bananas. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Great. I'm way into it, dude. So let me see if we can find a trailer for it. I'm using my handy PlayStation 4. I misspelled it. Aladdin. It's probably... A L A D D I N Al Ad In. So Carl, I'm gonna type in a year and see if it comes up in there. Okay. So the Latin space one nine. Oh, that's in ninety-two. Aladdin. Nineteen ninety-two. Okay, let's look at that. Well, no, that's the animated. Yeah, right. Aladdin, nineteen eighty-nine. I don't, I don't see it. Well, what's his name? Bud Spencer. Yeah. Bud Spencer. Okay, Aladdin, nineteen eighty-six. Okay. And the the trailer this it, there's Bud Spencer official. Ooh, well, let's do it. Okay, so search for Aladdin Bud Spencer, and just scroll down. You well, you'll find the movies right away. But the trailer we like is Bud Spencer official. I'm hitting, I'm hitting the link. I'm pressing pause and sliding back to zero zero. Okay, just tell us when and we'll play it. Okay, are you doing the sound? I have I have the sound. Okay, ready? Three, two, one, go. So it's the Latin with one D. Okay. And uh, I'm learning. There's the lamp. Hey, the lamp. There's a lamp in the Latin. Look, there's a fat guy in the lamp. Man, I'm so glad to get out of that lamp. You, Bud Spencer. I farted in that lamp. Big mistake. Okay, my first wish is to fly over a bridge. Wait, is this in English, Carl? Honk. Uh, well, maybe the trailer's not. <laughs> it's German. Wait a minute, it's Munchies again. He's Munchies. <laughs> That's right, flying car. Yeah, basketball game. That's some Teen Wolf action. Whoa. Whoa. Dogs go mad. How many people are in that room? Make the dogs just turn into puppies. Oh. Oh, you can't have Aladdin without a rug. With, you got to have a magic carpet ride. Then you would absolutely fall. 
You when did they have the window open in the boardroom? <laughs> That's right. You can't even open those windows, right? Yeah, let alone fit like a flying carpet through them. This is the forties. Oh right, this is right before. Uh, Cops are just randomly shooting their guns and hitting cigars. Cop <laughs> just shoots his gun off and down. He's Remember playing we, on stage. We saw that in Night of the Juggler. That's right. Stompers. Get that alone. You know who I thought was uh his his monkey was pretty good. Not his monkey. Doesn't you have know, a monkey. I never watched an I don't care about that. I never saw Robin Williams. I I we had hit the age where it would be embarrassing to go, and I actually did go. <laughs> All right, well, ladies and gentlemen, that is Bud Spencer Aladdin 1D from 1986. In German. In German. We'll be watching that next week. Hopefully, they'll be in English. If not, we'll be watching it next week. So we'd love to see you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you, our YouTube fans. Thank you, our movie radio fans. Thank you, our podcast listeners. And we will see you next week. Later. Good evening, and welcome to the Gates of Delirium, to our romp through the crags and crevices of excellent progressive rock and roll, confined mostly to the glory years of prog rock, 1969 to 1976, but the tradition lives on, and we explore all of it here at the Gates of Delirium.
My name is Perkins Warbeck the 23rd. I keep alive the hopes of the House of the Lancaster. Take what as justifiably there is what was robbed of them. I embody the dream of Lancastrians everywhere when I say the throne of England shall be ours. We are here at the sprawling state-of-the-art studios of Mutiny Radio. You can find us on the intertubes at mutinyradio.fm. If you are listening now, you already have. We're coming to you from the heart of the Mission District of San Francisco, California. West Coast time is 6 o'clock. East Coast, 9 o'clock. The time in Amsterdam is 3 in the morning. And in Vladivostok, it's even later than that. You do the math. We're going to listen to a wide variety of excellent choices tonight. We're going to start off with my favorite band, which happens to be a contemporary band from Somerset, England. They got things together in the early 90s, and they have been going ever since. The name of the band is Osric Tentacle. Is Wall of Sound Space Prague. It is grandeur and whimsy and everything in between. This is Odd Weird from Osric Tentacle. <laughs> Thank you. 
That was a small snafu. We found ourselves on shuffle instead of correct succession. This is Oolong Oolong from Magic Tentacle. 